If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. Today's guest is Marvin Speller, a.k.a. Coach M100, my man, my source for when I need to ask some questions about my health, try to get healthier. This is the dude I go to. He's nothing but 100 to me, and that's why we call him Coach M100. That's my own theory. <laughs> I appreciate that, my brother. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, you know, I, I can't complain. You know, there's a heat wave throughout the country, right? Oh yeah, we definitely I can feel it now. Especially <laughs> where I'm where I'm at in this uh studio here. The, yeah, you uh, know, I'll take the heat any day over cold weather, man. I'm sorry. I I understand. And <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, you know. Right there with you. The uh yeah. so I've uh, been keeping busy, um, including today. Got some less facial hair, as you can see. Okay, now you took it off, huh? Yeah, it's too too hot, too hot for it. It's um, you know, and uh, just said, hey, for a little bit, we'll see what happens. Um, I hear that, man. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. isn't happy, but hey. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny, um, you know, w- women do love the beard, right? Yeah. Well, I, I like when I keep mine and, you know, once a year I, I'll, I'll take off the beard. But um, a couple of times I, I've taken off the mustache too, but it kind of looks too funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I, did, I took off the mustache one year and uh, uh, it, I look different, look like a totally different person, you know. Right, I hear that. I, I guess the next thing would be a bald head, right? <laughs> I don't know. Even if I do shave it bald, my, my head grows back relatively quickly, you know. So, but, uh, so today I went to the doctors. Okay. And looks like, uh, got some medicine coming my way again, you know, thyroid. Um, blood pressure, which has always been a problem, and um, there was one other thing I can't can't remember right now, but um, just enough to get you aggravated. Um, I've been taking the beetroot and thought I was doing pretty good. Um, 
But, uh, you know, they'll never recommend that you take both of them at the same time. So, you know, that's where I'm at as far as my health. Uh, and uh, just nerve-wracking. Got to keep up with it, I guess. I thought yeah. I was doing a great job, but I guess I wasn't. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like um, you have to stay. It's kind of a daily chore, especially as you're getting older, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, especially some of the things, that, the, the lifestyle diseases, right? Uh, whether it's cancer, uh, heart problems, where you talk about um, diabetes, uh, high blood pressure. Whether you have problems with your heart from like valve problems, et cetera, and stuff like that, um, you know, a, a lot of those continue to be lifestyle problems. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I can definitely empathize with you on there because, you know, it's one of these things where you have to you have to change your your whole habits that you do things all the time, and as as you know, change is hard, right? Yes. Right. I mean, think about it. I mean, change is, is definitely hard, um, especially for a lot of people in different cultures, right? I, I would say when you start thinking about, you know, the Cape Verdean culture, uh, you're talking about Black American culture, like the Hispanic culture, they're used to doing things generation after generation after generation. But what, what comes with that is generational curses, right? Because some of the things that happen in our cultures um don't really don't really help us look like we got a little bit of a delay charlie okay looks like charlie will be back in a few minutes um Okay, I can hear him coming in. Look like he's coming back in a few seconds. I'm sorry. That's okay. I got you. I can hear you now. All right. Um, the um, so if you can reflect back just about three, two minutes worth. Okay, sure. No, no problem, man. You know, I was talking about uh, in, in different cultures. Um, there's yeah. certain things we do generation after generation, and some of those things can be considered generational curses. Um, some of our lifestyle choices, how we handle things, um, you know, our eating habits, our diet habits, our exercise habits, those things yeah, pretty have stayed pretty consistent over the years. Um, there's a study I, 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 was, I was researching. Do you know the life expectancy of melanated people in this country is is on the third world level. Wow. wow. That's, um, it, it shouldn't be like that. Well, it I mean, shouldn't be. And, and I think, uh, I think it's got a lot to do with the, um, the, um, lack of, uh, responsibility for this country, you know, actually to provide us with a better health care. Um, and then, then it also reflects back on us, you know, also. Right. We, uh, 
you definitely have to stop depending on uh, the government, you know, to pass on these things or, or provide for us. When a lot of things, you know, we talked about this, you know, through yourself and you know, some of the things you learned through Dr. Sebi. You know, it's all natural stuff that we can kind of maintain a lot of things that we're going through. So, you know, that I do remember from through our talks. But, um, you know, this healthcare is, um, for some reason, and, and, you know, maybe it's greed, maybe it's greed on the part of the insurance companies, you know, that just don't want to kind of, uh, provide us with a better care. I mean, there's so many other countries that are doing well. You know, the health conditions are far less than what we're going through, you know? Yeah, you think about it too. I mean, in this country, we're, we're very much, you know, you have so many different subgroups, right? Yes. So you, you go to certain countries, they're all the same, right? If I go to Japan, they're like 90-some percent Japanese. If I go into Korea, they're probably about 90-some percent Korean, right? You have so many different pockets of different nationalities in this country. And and, and, and we're also, we're, we're the pinnacle of what capitalism is, right? So, so there's a, a high degree of competing, right? So you can have some information that comes out and sometimes is baked and sourced within that community where other communities may not jump on board or, or go about it quickly. I'll, I'll give you an example. My mom was in, in the healthcare for over 50 some years, and she would tell me stories about how, um, you know, the access to healthcare and lifestyle changes w- was tough for us. You know, a, a lot of times you, you may go in and for a doctor's visit and some things are neglected. And, and, you know, there's been many studies where this kind of institutionalized racism within the, the, the healthcare sphere, where people are, are thought of like, well, they, they can handle more pain or some things are, are dismissed. You know, that, and, and that's why it's important for us to have advocates, uh, family members or close friends when we're going through healthcare problems, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you an example. I don't want to jump around. I, I want to get back to this point I was going to get at. Um, I remember Ben Affleck, you know, the actor? Yes. In a ton of movies, right? When he ran into problems, right, his ex-wife put him into rehab, right? A lot of times with us, we'll, 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 the automatic thing that come up is that we got to be stronger, you know, we, we, we just got to do better and all that. And, and, and that is a generational curse, man. And it's kind of one of those things that were passed down to generation to generation instead of like full advocacy amongst each other. And, and, and you think about it. Um, I want to go back to what I was talking about, the life expectancy. So when you think about um, black people, I don't care where, wherever you come, Cape Verde, Africa, Russia, wherever, America, do you know the life expectancy for, for black American for black males is? Take a guess. 70, 75. No, 68. Wow. So yeah. white females is 80. Yeah. But check this out. Yep. We lost three years during the pandemic. There's a whole host of reasons behind that, right? Lifestyle changes, right? A lot of people were home. They were sedentary. They were sitting down all day, right? 
Yes. We didn't go. Out, we didn't go out and exercise more. We still ate the same things. We had the stress. Stress was through the roof, right? And yes. we, of all people, collectively have not done well with stress. And so, what are you seeing more? You're you're seeing more lifestyle diseases get worse from that. You're you're finding more suicides. You're finding more mental illness amongst us. And I can go on and on and on and on, right? So that's kind of the that's kind of the gloomy story with it, right? But there is hope. Um, and and there is hope because I I think more people are saying, okay, we got to do some things. So so I think the interest has started, right? Yes. More and more people are trying to do things to get themselves healthy. Um, so 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 there is avenues to improve on that. My concern sometimes is that we're not moving quick enough, and sometimes we're 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 kind of last to the dance, right? Yes. <laughs> what do you call CV time or CP time, right, or whatever, yeah. right? Um, so that's kind of that. That's some of my concerns, right? And and that's why one of the things I do, kind of as a wellness coach, I, I work on the mental and and the physical side as well, but. Um, I've actually transitioned where I'm helping people who are mental health caregivers um, because I've gone through it myself, my brother. And and I'm telling you, the people who are caring for other people, they need need just as much support as the people who are going through the actual act itself. Sure. And it's, um, I found that, um, that some some patients are actually going through more caregivers um, than the patients, and when the patients in the worst condition of their life, you know, sometimes the caregivers are kind of leaving them, you know, poor health. Um, and uh, but anyways, it, it's my wish fear is um, I didn't I didn't expect to live this long, and I remember you telling me a story about you know, the life expectancy in your family was kind of low too. So, um, you know, I, I, I always thought that, you know, right at this age right now, it's probably the last part of my life, you know. Um, and just because of everything that I've seen around me amongst the family, you know, whether it's you know, cancer, um, you know, just poor health, you know, dialysis and so on and so forth so I, right. I just never expected to live this long you know right well you are and you never know man you you, you might have another 50 years in you my brother I hope so, you know. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> the uh, uh let's, let's go into um let's go into the the health sessions um, six week sessions, you know, where you meet up with a group of people and, um, through zoom, um, let's talk more about that. Yeah. I'm going to bring that up. I, I put down the date, so I'm going to start it on seven nineteen. So I'm okay. going to give it, I'm going to give it some time to bake, okay. um, you know, to get some, uh, you know, get some people involved and, and, and get people excited about it. Um, 
there's a Cape Verdean festival next month, and I want to talk about it with the, the people and all. Um, there, uh, Patrick Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get with him. I'm going to get with him and, and talk to him about some mental health um, web series. We want to get going with that to really help people out. Um, so, so there's a lot of things that uh, are percolating. And, and that happens to be one of the things really um, we have to hit this mental health thing head on. And, and I find that um, as important as the health part. Um, and, and, and I'm telling you that from firsthand experience uh, before I talk about my, my six week course, um, you know, as you know, you know, we have a nonprofit where we're out here helping the unhoused and people who are um, going through domestic violence. And, you know, it was a really eye-opening experience, man. And and, and what I see, um, you know, you, you take a city like Los Angeles, you know, the whole metro area is about 10 million people, right? Yes. Black folks only make up like 10% of the population. So we got a million people, right? But 45% of the people are homeless are black people. So if if, if you're just looking at sheer numbers, it's a it's an epidemic, right? And and you're just talking about one city. I guarantee you, you you can take that, you can take that across the whole country, and you'll see there's a serious epidemic um, mentally from us as a people. And and that's why it's like um, one of our family members who is a therapist. Uh, and this isn't an undertaking that I'm just going to take on my own. I want to have a group of people come together. And a lot of times you may have to segregate it. You got the general population, you have the um, the women, but especially the men. The, the men need something, right? Where yes. I'm not feeling my best, and we're taught to be tough and strong, but next thing you know, so and so he's dropping dead off a stroke or or something that was stress related, right? So I'm going to do that. Um, but the but but the wellness. Um, group I want to have starts on um, July the 19th. Okay. Um, I really want to do it with at least at least 10 people because I think there's a lot of synergy that comes from that, people bouncing things off of it from that. Um, and, Charlie, I, I want to invite you back on that um, okay. for at least the first couple sessions, man. Sure. Just come on, That's man. Fine. I just want you just to come back on and, you know – if if you feel like at that point you you need to reinvigorate yourself, <clears throat> get yourself um, going again and reestablishing some habit. Yeah, it's um it's definitely something that I enjoy. First of all, it's, I mean, so I'm gonna definitely uh, tune into that. Um, you can you can guarantee that I'm gonna do that. Um, only because of getting new information especially with this appointment that I had today. Right. Um, and uh, so with that, and with that, we, you know, you and I got to maybe perhaps discuss some other things, you know. But I, right. if I do it in a group setting, then I help myself and I help some others, you know. So because, um, you know, that old saying that, oh, I don't want to ask this or that. seems right. like it's a stupid question. So, you know, and then all of a sudden someone else asked the question, the same type of question, you know. So, right. you know, that's why I want to kind of basically uh, right. 
got me on board, brother. You got me okay. on board. And and really, I, I guess the biggest message with this group I want to share, man, you know, there's hope for us. There, there's a path forward. You know, I, I would always say I don't have all the answers. I'm discovering something new all the time. But collectively, I think people can come together and, and just build upon this mental and health aspect of what we do. Because, you know, it's kind of one of these things, right? It's like when you have a collective amount of people coming together, so start to come up, right? Um, yes. We know the facts. We 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 know the facts out there on our health, but but I, I I the main thing I want people to leave with this message is that you know there is hope. It can be done, you know, and it will be done. I I just think people coming together, and the hardest thing I was saying is just the habits, man. Changing your habits. It's sometimes it's tough and sometimes we can do things collectively to break down the habits because, you know, when you think about what is it costing you to do nothing? What is costing you is that, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing people that you love not be here anymore. You're, you're seeing yourself not feel your best. So, you know, and, and it's, it's just, it's just one of those things where it has to be done. And I think that the time is now we don't want to look back each year the life expectancy for us is continuing to go down and we're like, well, why? Because at, at that point, we, we should be thinking ourselves, we got to own this and do something about it and really move forward with it. True. The, um, now, uh, we think this is a combination of, uh, you know, male and female on this group. What are you trying to do? Well, yeah, for for the wellness for um for the wellness group, the nineteenth, absolutely. Um, the mental um the mental health group that I'm going to do, um, you know, with Patrick and others, I I want to do many different groups, and just be a part of it and just help out and impart the knowledge I have, and also learn some things as well, uh, because I I'll go back and say, listen, man, I I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers, but what I have is a, is effective. What I have is something that you can build upon, right? It's like building a house. You got somebody that can do the foundation. You got somebody who can do the frame, the you know the sheetrock, and then the paint, and then the um, the fixtures inside as well. So so I think collective collectively, there's a lot of things we can do because Charlie, you alluded to it, man. Nobody's gonna come and save us, man. It's just not gonna happen, especially. In this environment I was going back to, we're in a capitalistic society, man, which is straight up competition. And and honestly, I I hope that message reverberates with us, man, is that in this society, capitalistic society, people compete, groups compete, the subgroups compete, and you see it all the time. I'll give you an example, man. Here in the Los Angeles area, um, I think we talked about before, Glendale. Mm -hmm. Glendale used to be a thriving community for everybody. It was always a low black population because it was a sundown town, right? Um, and then, uh, you know, 30, 35 years ago, Armenians came over and started settling in that area, right? Mm -hmm. And now they got their businesses, they they practice group economics. You know, I'll, I'll take a, um, you know, I'll take a page that's already out there. Group economics. People come 
come together, Dr. Claude Anderson. I think I mentioned him before. People come together and they do things together and they grow together. And, and I think for our survival, we have to operate like a hive. That, that, because no one's going to come and save us, man. So true. It's um, I, I don't I don't know where we get away from, you know, just that conversation, that communication. I don't know where that, what year, what decade, you know, it just kind of left, you know, it, it it just left people from communicating with each other um, about things like this, you know, health or or wellness. Um, or, or stability, you know, financially. I just don't know where where it was all of a sudden just left behind, you know. And, um, you know, it's amazing. I, I remember having conversations, you know, at the probably age of about between 16 and 18, you know, where people in my family were kind of expecting me to, group, you know, coming into that manhood and, and talking to you about different things, but for some reason, I don't know why it's gone and where it's left us. It's amazing. Well, you know, I'll, I'll ask you that question, Charlie. And I think that's a great point. Um, I think about you doing this podcast, man. Yep. You started with an idea and you brought people on to highlight them, right? To me, it was one of the most selfless acts out there, right? Right. You weren't asking for anything. You just wanted to bring people together and all that, right? Yes. So somebody like you, and I love you to death, brother, but you know what? I get you. You get, you get high praise for what you do, man. And and I see, and, and this is the thing, right? We were talking about competing, right? We should compete with other groups, but we should have zero tolerance for us to compete within our own group. And that is the biggest piece that we're missing, man. That is the number one piece is that we compete within our groups instead of trying to support and uplift each other. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll give a shout out to my wife here. She was like, you know, uh, I got uh, Miss Anika Barbosa. She should be on your thing, right? Mm -hmm. Anika has done that for many people as well. And so that, that's my whole thing about we, we should do more of calling out the people who do those things. But at the same time, there was a point in time we used to hold each other accountable we, when, we, when we didn't do right by each other. We don't do that anymore. It's like it's taboo. Yeah. We know so-and-so down the street don't support their own. But you know what? We may even still help that person out. And that, 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 that type of behavior is destructive. And it needs to stop, man. And so that that is that's just calling it what it is, my brother. I, I hear you. Um, and I mean, we we're all spending money. We're all spending money. We're actually all sending out that knowledge on a daily basis. So we're doing all the things that you know someone like you, as a business owner, may need. You know. Financially, you like to have that, that income coming to you so you can provide for your family. Yeah. And then in yourself, you know, you're also supporting your friends, you know, your family, your little network. And I don't know why we don't 
um, kind of accept that. You know, like you said, it's taboo. It's it's just, it's just amazing that we. It's like pulling teeth. Well, you know, and um, like some people will travel from here, go fifty miles from here, spend some money, wherein they could actually just went a mile to two miles down the street and got the same project, same merchandise, um, or, uh, you know, uh, or they're looking for someone that's crafty and whatever it may be, you know, uh, technologies, um, you know, music, uh, whatever it is. And they go 50 miles away from home when it was actually only two, three, four miles away from home. Right. Um, and, and I don't get that. Just don't get that. You know, spend it. It's, I don't know. I'm not. I guess I'm not a genius, brother. I guess it's not. There. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I I'll tell you if, if if we could if we could collectively solve that. Man, we'd be a whole lot. That that number I gave you, sixty-eight, would would go up to eighty. If we could just do that, right? The 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 compete. I remember growing up. I'm 52 years old, brother. I mean, when I was growing up, man, I remember people seeing each other when I was little, and there was a camaraderie, right? Yes. And 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 I think you know we can learn to get back, or at least show that to the younger generation, right? Because I think the younger generation looks up and they're like, well, what do they see? What do they see from us? And I think that's something that um, may be the challenge for all of us, right? What more can we do to try to support and help, to, to lead by example, to help the younger generation? So true. I, um, the, uh, some of the things like you, you uh, I noticed that, um, that's like a struggle, like, and this is health wise. Why is getting a market like Whole Foods in this area so difficult? I just don't get it. And when you walk around and you drive around the community, you see an empty plaza there, empty plaza there. Whole Foods can go there, it can go there. And uh, it's like a struggle. And you know, me, you know, I was in politics for a little bit. Try to do the best thing I, you know, try to do the best I can to get in place, so I could be sitting in one of those seats and make those decisions. And and we don't we don't push for those things. No. And um, but to push for something else, and I'm, I'm not going to mess with anybody else's money, but some some other entity or you know to get those things in the city. You know, you see. You see the politicians and the groupies all pushing, pushing, pushing on a daily basis to get that in there, you know, get that in the, within the city. And, uh, I mean, it's one thing Whole Foods does. It makes us healthier and it provides some jobs, you know, um, and it provides some, you know, some money to the city also, you know. Right. Each business got to pay the city some money. You got you to gotta pay Mama and Papa, the money to be in the city, but I just don't, I just don't get it, you know. 
You know, um, I've, I, you ordered from um, Herbally Grounded, right? Um, did I, did I, did I, did I? A couple months ago. Yes. Okay. I think, yes. Yes, Man, I did. I, I've been trying to get them to come to L.A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and because of what they do and what they stand for, they're all about the community. They're all about giving um, local entrepreneurs a place within their business to sell their products. Um, they sell local products, man. Um, they're just a, a wonderful uh, business. Um, and, and they eat those around providing for the community is just through the roof, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure you all have something like that there, right? Where you, you know, you guys can open your own grocery stores and and just get that synergy of health, right? Because sometimes it starts from there, right? Yes, it does. Um, and what I love about Herbally Grounded, you walk in there, man, it's all walks of life walking in there, right? And and everybody's in there with a single purpose, is to get healthier, right? So I, I think, and 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 they just opened a third location in um, Nevada. And, and so I think sometimes when we talk about solutions, right? That collective conscious of being healthy and it grows, right? Because somebody who doesn't want to be healthy doesn't exist in that space. It's the people that want to be healthy and do things, right? And so we're talking about solutions, right? I think the collective consciousness of certain people is, is kind of a tiered effect where one person wants to do it. Okay, it's a great idea. Well, let, let's let's get other like-minded people to do stuff like that. So, um, I, I I think that might be a good thing for that area, man. Just really people coming together from a from a, a set purpose, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody's not going to be into everything, right? So you yeah. could start with with that. A couple people coming together, uh, a couple people trying to grow their own food and and sell it and stuff like that. I, I really think the grassroots really helps grow. Um, or influence the health of the masses. Yeah, we have like the you know, the organic uh, food markets, which you know they're pretty good. But I, I just just think they're uh, they could be a whole lot bigger, you know. And um, then again, you know it, it you know it could be a couple of reasons why. You know, right. Some, some farmers maybe just don't want to come into the city to do that. You know they're doing right. They're doing well on their own land and their own little food stands. You know, so. Um, but uh, you know when they do come, you know you're getting you're getting good quality stuff. Right. Um, and uh, and like you said, it, it it's like a network, but things just last just a little bit. You know, it's like a fad. You know. It'll go for a season or two, and then all of a sudden it fades out. Right. Um, so. And you know, sometimes, Charlie, sometimes you got to go to the people. <laughs> you know, yeah. so sometimes it, it, it's great in theory to have a pathway for people to be healthy, but sometimes you got to go get them. Yeah. Like, hey, you got this situation here. You got this challenge here. This is what I can do to help you. When do you want to get started with True. I mean, honestly, man, I, I, I mean, and, and I'll use that example like Ben Affleck. I use that strategically because sometimes you just got to go get the people. And some people don't even realize that they're unhealthy, right? Sometimes people realize, well, I've been doing this way forever. 
and it's worked in my family for generations, right? So now sometimes you 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 got to go to the people and 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 let them know, not beat them over the head when it's like, "Damn, you've been eating terrible. I'm going to help you." No, just let them just give them options and 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 what's in it for them. And I really think that approach is really going to help people, right? Yes, I agree. Right. When when we had our sessions, right? Yep. I didn't I didn't I didn't beat you guys up because I knew this and you guys didn't know that. It's like, no, I'm just trying to help you guys take full ownership of your own health, right? That's what it's about, man. Yeah, and it, truly just go, going to the people. And it wasn't I mean, it, it wasn't hard to take ownership for yourself, you know. It, it's um you know, you, but the one thing I liked about you, you let us, you, you know, you were saying it takes time. It's a process, you know, grab what you can, you know, baby steps, you know, and, and yeah, because it's life. It's all life changing, you know, life changing, um, brother. You would think that uh, if you're telling me something about, you know, pieces of bread and, and you know, say, well, you know, I'll get rid of it. And then uh, I've realized that that's very difficult, you know, especially for everything that I was eating all my life, these 54 years that, you know, there was a piece of bread alongside yep. of it, no matter whether it was lunch, you know, breakfast, lunch or dinner, you know, it was always there. So right. um, uh, you would think that it's not difficult, but it, it, it was, and it does get difficult at times. Absolutely. You gotta know the alternatives, you know, and that's one. That was my mistake. That um, you know, alternatives other than bread. You know, what are they? What could you use? You know, I didn't seek too many of them. You know, but I think that there is something that I could possibly use for the same reason I'm using bread. You know, at my daily meal now. You know, um, right. So. Yeah, and that's like one thing we were talking about with bread. I mean, you could use um, you use spelt bread, right? Spelt yep. bread is really good. Spelt bread has been around forever, and it's really good for people that are O positive. Um, sourdough. Sourdough is a great alternative, right? Yeah, because it it doesn't have the it doesn't have the glycemic impact on your blood sugar like regular bread does, right? And, and I always said, I always said, man, it's hard to, to totally change everything in your diet, not unless you have serious health problems, right? Yes. Just being I, proactive with that, right? But there's, but there's always alternatives, right? And I always like, I actually like sourdough, so. Um, right. Did you see what, um? <laughs> My wife posted the other day. <laughs> I didn't know she was gonna post it. So, so, so we went to this place in um, Florence's in Oklahoma City a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just saying to myself all the time, man, I, I, I got to get this chicken again, right? I don't like to eat fried chicken too often, right? Um, of course, you know, occasionally I do. I was like, okay, well, if I'm gonna create it at home, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a help, sort of healthy, right? Yeah. So I got the grapeseed oil to fry the chicken in, no lard, 
definitely no Crisco, right? Because Crisco's got soy soy products in it. Um, and it 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 starts to get rancid at high heat. So um, I use the grapeseed oil. Obviously, I got good chicken, right? I knew the spices I was using. I wasn't using crappy spices, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of flour, I use arrowroot. Hmm. Yep, a- arrowroot is is a is a good flour to fry things in. If you have to have something fried, right? Baking or grilled is a whole lot better. But if you have to have something fried, arrowroot it's a good flour to fry it in. It's the first time I'm hearing that of that. So, is, is that something that's common? Is it arrowroot? Is yeah. it's, well? Um, do you guys have sprouts out in Massachusetts? Yes. Okay, if you have sprouts at Whole Foods, you can find arrowroot. Okay. Yeah, arrowroot is is good if you you need to fry something. I mean, you you won't miss regular flour because you know what flour does to you, right? Yes, and then it just. <laughs> Shoot your blood sugar through the roof, brother. And we we have when you look at it, it's used in so many things, you know. Tons right. of things. There was something I seen on I can't think of it name the name of it now. But it's mainly it's used in uh instead of flour, it's used in um Asian um cultures. Um I can't think of the name of it. Kind of looks like it, but it's definitely a whole lot better for you. I can't think of the name of it. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Yeah, I mean, so <coughs> I remember when when we were talking before in our group, and I'll share it for the audience. You know, it, there's a ton of different flower alternatives out there, right? Just turn the bag around and look at um, what is the – what is the amount of carbs on there? Anything over 15, 16 carbs per serving will shoot your blood sugar up, right? So you turn, so you get the bag, nice pretty bag, looks good, flip that thing over, man, and, and look at the amount of carbs on there, right? Anything, you know, anything over 15, 18, 20, you, you know it's going to start to shoot your blood sugar up. and and so. How do you know if the food that you ate is probably not the best for you, right? When you eat, does it feel like your body's digesting it and, and it's feeling nourishing? Mm-hmm. Or does it feel like you want to lock you on the couch and go to sleep, right? <laughs> so if, it's, if you're feeling locked in the couch, it probably wasn't the best for you, right? <laughs> uh, as long as you don't eat like that all the time. I mean, it's it's not a it's not the worst thing ever, right? Because... I've always say all the diets pretty much work. It's your, it's your discipline around it, right? True. And you, you know you 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 can't sit around it. You can if you want. Um, you, you know, eat a salad all all day long. Now, if you're not in your best health, I, I would strongly recommend most of the greens or even fasting as well. Knowing how to fast, though, right? We talked about True. before. You can't fast in the wintertime because your body's in a different mode than the store mode. But then spring, summer start to be released, and then you'll go back in the storing mode in the fall. Yeah, it's, um, 
the fasting on. I tried it not too long ago. But I tried it for two days. I figured if I can do it for two days, I'd probably be able to do it for a week. Um, so I did pretty well. That's good, man. And um, But, you know, it, it's just timing. Timing. Right. You got you to gotta be disciplined, especially towards, you know, it's your... What I found is that, you know, with my family not eating or committing to a fasting, so things get thrown off, you know. They're yep. eating at a certain time. I'm not, you know. It, it's, but you get to kind of, you know, it's better when they're all in unison with you and maybe trying to give it a shot, you know, with you. Right. Um, um, that would be great. But when you're trying to do it by yourself, yeah, yeah, it puts, definitely it, yeah, puts a little struggle on. Not, not too much, but you know, if you're committed to it, it's definitely, you know, I see you can see the weight weight loss, you know, definitely happening. So, you know, but uh, how's walking? How's walking, my man? Walking, I always liked. You know, definitely. Um, Routine's going to really pick up with us, um, mainly because, you know, my wife really wants to do it now. So it's going to pick up a little bit more as far as how many how many times a week we do it. So, yeah. Um, Can you do it every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um, walking. I, I will still say walking, especially, you know, when you start doing a fast walk and 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 getting some weight training in as well. I and mean, it could be a push up, right? Could be a pull up, right? But that that whole thing of walking and getting moving is everything. Cuz you think about it. What are we doing right now? We're sitting down, right? Sitting down, yep. What do we do when we're sleeping? We're laying down, right? Mm-hmm. We got to get moving. That's that's the one thing. Especially as you get older, man, you got to get moving. And and that's that. And some people, man, they eat whatever they want to eat. Think about when you were younger, right? Um, you a nice young strapping young fella, right? Mm-hmm. And um, how, and, and how long were you a police officer? Thirty-one years. Okay. Oh, can 20, you think? Thirty. Thirty years. Okay. Can you think back to when you went to a police academy? You had to be in great shape, right? Mm-hmm. You, you had to ace that thing, right? I tried the best I could to. Okay, there you go, right? And so yeah. you were in absolute great shape. You are probably always moving, doing stuff. But, you know, as we get older, we start to slow down a little bit, right? And that's a good, there's good and bad to that, right? But it forces us to really, um, the... What we do now determines how how we live when we get older. So older and older you get, I mean, you 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 got to continue to exercise, and that's just everything. Your body wants it. Your body craves it. Yeah. So, I re- I remember we were talking about you know stretching, you know flexibility, and stretching on a daily basis. You know, and yep. that's not too many people do that. You know. But if you're exercising, you're doing any kind of calisthenics. Right. Any anybody should know, especially doing all that, that 
you should be stretching before you walk, before you do right. anything, weight training, whatever it may be. You know, it's something that should happen automatically. And the show just totally not even have no idea about, you know, your body and athleticism and that you just would just think that you can jump on a court or you know, kind of speed walk or without any kind of, you know, stretching. You're wondering why you go off the side of a curb and then all of a sudden, you know, your ankle's twisted a little bit worse than probably if you just flexed it out, you know, or stretched it out, you might have saved some injury, you know. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that flexibility and stretching was definitely something that, you know, when we were in the session, you know, I already know anyways, but, it, you know, I like the, I like that how you, kind of stress that and make sure you explain it to myself and Rob that, you know, that's something we should be doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think back then we talked about, um, you hear it a lot of time, elderly people fall, right. And never the same again. Yeah. And, and you see a lot of elderly people are not nimble. Then on top of that, you know, not drinking enough water. Right. So, but but just being nimble and stretching, I mean that that'll help you tremendously anyway, right? Sure. I'm of a firm belief that everybody should be able to do a split. I know I can't. Um, I'm actually working towards it now. Um, you know, all those years I, I did other different types of exercises, right? I was trying to be as flexible as I can, right? And I, I think I took it for granted, to be honest, right? <laughs> I remember when I was 38 years old, man, I went out there in the softball field, right? And I was playing softball, man. And, and I ran from, you know, you know, home plate to second base. I was trying to run the second and third as fast as I can. And my hamstring had pulled. And, and I've never had a feeling like that my whole life, man. I was like, oh, man. It was because I wasn't as flexible as I needed to be. And, I, and, I, and, and, and your mind will tell you you can do certain things, right? But your body's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, 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 no. And even the recovery time takes a while, you know. Oh yeah, the older you get, you know. And um, but uh, I don't know. As much as I miss sports and it's part of my life, you know. Uh, you know, I definitely think a couple of, you know, think second and third thoughts whether I'm going to get out there again only because after surgeries and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, my cousin, he's you know, 70 years old, 71, he's going on. He's still playing softball all over the country. That's great, man. I love to hear that stuff, man. So love proud, to hear it. So proud of him. But, um, you know, so. But he's, he's a guy that, you know, does the right thing, keeps himself in shape, and, you know, he could do it at that age. I think I still think he can do it for another six years if he wanted to. See, see, that's the thing, right? Up to a certain point, man, age can be just a number, mm -hmm. right? You know, if you're taking your health seriously, man, there's people running marathons in their 80s, man. You know, I've, um, when Kristen and I did the post about Florence's, the place yes. we went to, man, she's 90 years old, still cooking in the kitchen, man. I mean, come on. 
you you've you've got some and you've got some eighty year olds you're running to, right? Yes. And they can't they can barely walk, right? And and you think about some people where she kept herself busy, right? She's always moving, she's always, you know, getting it done every single day, but she also lives with a purpose every single day. And she gets up, she gets down there and makes it makes it go. And you know what she told us? <laughs> Many times she was gonna quit, but her daughter was like, "Come on, let's, you know, let's keep it going, right?" Mm-hmm. And she was smart as a whip, right? She was sharp in her mind too, man. And sometimes that's all you need if you're staying active and you know, all those things, you know, right? Physical, your, uh, your uh, physical and mental thing go together, you know. It definitely goes together. Absolutely. But um, all right, my brother, we got probably a couple of minutes left. You know, I, okay. I just want to um, you know, I got the date, you know, July nineteenth. Yeah, um, July nineteenth. Yeah. Do that again through Zoom, correct? Yeah, I'll I'll do it through Zoom, or I I may be testing on another platform. Okay. That's got know. greater functionality. Okay. Sure. Um. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I ask you to, you know, put that out there because I mean, we're we're just trying to, trying to get a movement to help people, man, help people be healthy. Um, you know, like I said, when I saw that number, sixty-eight, and 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 at after the pandemic has gotten worse, um, there there's work to be done, and it's, it's a collective. Uh, work because you know one person can't solve it one person like i said doesn't have like myself i don't have all the answers but you know i want to give it a shot to help as many people as possible Uh, i'd love to get 10 on this group just get it going and just try to get a movement to help people because man i I, i've seen it i've seen the i've seen what can happen and to help people feel better about life you know when you you know a lot of times you can have all the money in the world, all the family members, but man, when you don't have your health, you don't really have anything. And what does that re- what does that really cost you in time and effort? Yeah, it's it's um, this is very essential. And um, in fact, Marvin, could you create an ad for me for something that I could kind of yeah, absolutely uh, do a do a visual. On a constant yeah. basis, whether it's through, through through my through the podcast, you know, um, and 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 actually just see if I can generate, you know, everyone's visual, you know, a lot of people are visual, so I like to have something up there, you know, that I can constantly um, remind people on a daily basis up until that July nineteenth date. Okay, I'll get that to you for sure. Uh, so, you guys have been the Speller family has definitely been wonderful to me, um, and you're helping on this podcast. They're actually helping me get other guests on this podcast, um, and I'm really, really, you know, my my heart. You know, I'm really grateful for that. But best of all, you know, out of all this that you and I are doing, the best thing I get out of it is, is our friendship, you know. 
Likewise. And, and um, I actually, uh, you know, think of you as family and what you are. So we yeah. have, um, you know, you need me in any kind of way possible. Uh, please reach out to me. And, yeah. Likewise, uh, brother. Yeah. This this is your podcast. You know, come on anytime. I, mean, I appreciate look how quick, that. Look how quick we did this one. Yep. Hey, let's do Tuesday, and hey, here we are. Um, so I want to make sure that we constantly get you on there on a monthly basis. You know, I don't. You got me. You got me, and I, and I have it for the masses too. Um, yeah. Love them to come on and and have a bunch of questions. And um, the the beauty of this too, Charlie. I, I wish I would. I mentioned. I wish I would have mentioned this. I have access to a whole family of people I can reach out to for certain things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all sorts of people um, who know a lot of stuff. And and so I, I, I try to look at it from a hive mind perspective where somebody has a, 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 someone has a problem. I may not know the answer, but I know someone that does. Yes. Especially when it comes to health and wellness peace man because that that this is what this is about man it's it's um i mean i'm so i'm i i've gained so much knowledge just in this last you know six months that you and i have been talking um and i want others to kind of jump on this you know build a relationship with you so they can reach out because as poor as i think my health is there's so many people that are a whole lot worse condition than I am. And um just hope that they're out there listening. And uh, we can get them on track, you know, especially to become a whole lot healthier. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Sure. Um, can you um, let your audience know? Um, I don't know if you, if you could do it today or whenever. Uh, my contact number. You can give them my contact number, my email as well. They have any questions? I'll be glad to help them. And like I said, if I don't have the answer, I can. I'm sure I can find somebody that can help out. Oh, I think you know we're gonna do something even better. We, you and I, gotta create something where we're actually putting something on the bottom line in each of these podcasts, and then okay. also going to the really Charlie uh, podcast group on Facebook and constantly advertise something on there. Okay. So, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, I'll work on that today and um, definitely get that out there. Find that perfect picture of you and um, basically just <laughs> throw the information out there and make sure that we get the, get it out there. Okay. Um, and if you see something you don't like, then you say, um, you know, CP, try something else, you know, and then I'll do that. All right? Okay. Yeah, appreciate that. Brother. All right, my Thank brother. You Thank All you right. very much. Give All your right. wife a high five for me. I will, man. Much love to you, brother, and much love to your family. And um, um, my best and uh, much love to the viewing audience, past, present, and future. Exactly. Great dude, man. Thank you. And, uh, All right. Thanks, brother. All right. Go okay. Best. All right. Take Thank care. You. Bye. All right. Right. Marvin Speller, coach M100. Definitely um, he's here. He's here for the best interest of you. Um, 
for society. He just wants to make us all much, much healthier. And I um, do want to get him on this podcast quite often, you know, um, every month, just so we can go back and forth as, as friends, you know. And I also go back and forth with you, you all, so you can kind of spit those questions on the comment section and let them know, you know. But as you heard at the end, in the conclusion that we were, you know, we're going to try to set up something where, you know, he's reachable. So you all will have that one-on-one. But there's no middle person like me, you know. You two, you guys and girls, you know, will have that one-on-one with Coach and where he can talk to you about, you know, various things that you may go through, uh, going through um, or things that you're trying to get better in your life as, health, as far as health-wise. All right, everyone. You know, got a couple of more podcasts this week. Uh, Anika Barboza, producer, director, movie star, um, director of a assisted living pro- uh, home that she has. She'll be in here on the first, and on July second, we will have Raheem, um, local artist. Definitely gonna do his thing on here. So, doing my best to keep these. Guests coming to you live where we highlight them and they come on this podcast and make me look good by just showing their craft and all the things that they do. So uh, so we got Anika Barboza and Raheem. Raheem has um, been doing great things, proud of him. And Anika, she's amazing, definitely amazing, doing so many, so many things. And I can't wait to have her on here. All right, everyone. I'll see you on the 1st, 7 p.m. And continue to support the Really Charlie podcast here on StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Please subscribe to the channel. Um, like like the episodes. It's really, really important. And always comments and leave comments for the guests because they go back on this podcast and, and check out things and um so thank you thank you very much have a good night stay cool heat wave all over the country so stay cool and fresh and hydrate 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 take care y'all